What's up, Big Rig Nation? It is February the 1st, 2024. The boys are back on the bus. Exciting times. Sad times. We got one football game left of the year until September, but we're getting closer to March Madness. I want to welcome both my wonderful co-hosts to the show today. Dean Pete, what's cooking? Not too much, Rick. We're, we're uh, got a lot of hot takes as always. Ready to yeah, rock and fresh roll. Fresh cut, man. Fresh cut. Dang, Sal- dude. Salvaging what I got, you know. Got to yeah. take care of it. Yeah. Don't smile because it's over. Be happy because it happened. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm I'm just glad we all showed up on time today, man. You you put in the the the, the schedule. And everyone shows up 15 minutes late. I'm just glad we all made it on time. Yeah, no, that's important. Um, a lot to get to today. Um, coming off a pretty eventful championship weekend, um, Chiefs took down the Ravens. Um, thank goodness. And the Niners somehow came back and beat the Detroit Lions by 10. Um, nope. Boys, that's that's not right. Seven. They won by, they won by seven. Three. three? No, the game was over, but okay. Yeah, they scored that last time. So that's what they covered. Um guys, what do you think of the game? I'm I'm personally happy that the Ravens aren't in it. I'm very happy they're a fraud team. Um, how about all that Justin Tucker stuff before the game? Pretty wild. I think just friendly banter, you know? Nothing nothing more than that. Nothing more than that. A non story in my book. Let the guys let the guys be guys, as they say, you know. You don't see too many like on-field scuffles between the kicker and the starting court. I, was that a scuffle? Are we considering that a scuffle? Is, is, that, like, how, is that how soft like we become as a society? It, it was a scuffle. It, it was like it was a kerfuffle or whatever. Yeah, it was something. It was it was some it was some something. trash talk. That's all it was. A little trash talk. Yeah, I'd say a level past trash talk. If you're a professional athlete and you can't handle a little trash talk, the, the kicker, Pete. How many kickers have you ever seen in a fight? They didn't get in a fight, Rick. Verbal fight. I'm sure plenty of kickers have gotten verbal fights. Okay. Right. I think the kickers Not. would rather those fights stay verbal, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, just think Tuck- I, think Tucker, nice I think Tucker can take out Mahomes. I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, Not not Kelsey, but Mahomes he could take out. Yeah. Mahomes Tucker- is the guy that's going to get there. Kelsey's going to get involved in that fight, though. Yeah, Tucker. Tucker's cold blooded though. He's he's probably sneaky crazy. Yeah, he probably is kind of psycho. Um. Anyway, scuffle, verbal, whatever you want to call it, friendly handshake. The game was pretty good. Um. The Ravens are frauds. They're absolute downright cold, stone cold, cold stone frauds. Uh, Lamar, he's good. He's gonna be the MVP, but he ain't that dude right now. Uh, at least in the uh, when it matters. Um. The healthiest the Ravens have been at home um, against a Chiefs team that, you know, not necessarily maybe their best. Um, but it, 
they are the best when it counts. So, um, you know my thoughts on the Ravens. Boys, what did you guys think? Uh, well, I think they got went way too far away from what they're good at. I think that's my biggest thoughts, right? Like, you think about, you know, obviously they had a lot of running backs go down this year, but Gus Edwards, Justice Hill were very serviceable. The ground and pound game worked for them all year. Um, and it feels like they just wanted to prove everyone wrong and let Lamar sling it around. I mean, running the ball six times in that game blows my mind. I know they went down seven early, but that was a close game for 85% of the game. There's no reason they should have gotten that far away from the run um, and tried to control the clock, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. I, I just think the game plan on the Ravens' side fell off. It, it's like, what are we doing? Like, you know, if you watch every Raven game this year, not one game looked like that one as far as schematically and from a game plan perspective. And it's just, it's frustrating. If I'm a Ravens fan, I'm frustrated, right? Like, you know, that team is better on paper. And if they play their game, they win that game, but they didn't play their game. They didn't, they didn't do what they're best at. Lamar, Lamar didn't even run the ball that often. I mean, it did, again, credit to the Chiefs, Chiefs defense as far as, you know, having a spy on Lamar playing great in the secondary on the receivers, but man, oh man, like just hand the rock off. That's what you guys are known for. How's Lenny? Oh, sorry. Sorry. How's, how's Lenny doing? I, I, I talked to him or was texting with him after the game. Um, I, I don't think he was happy. He said it's going to feel worse on my 7 a.m. flight tomorrow. So mm. I think, yeah, no, I haven't talked to him since though. So I don't know how the recovery is going. It's got to be hard. Yeah, Tennessee fan, Orioles fan, Ravens fan. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Dean. Sorry, it was such a weird game because you know we talk about yeah the Ravens didn't run the ball, but it's like Zay Flowers fumbles on the goal line. Like it's a totally different yeah. game if totally he scores different. there. Yeah, agreed. And agreed. like the Ravens defense for three quarters was beating the shit out of them. Like second through fourth quarter, Kansas City was doing. Nothing now, granted, Kansas City's always just kind of felt like they do just enough, like their offense they can score when they need to score, and they just happen to only need to score 17 points in this game. But it just it was just such a weird game because you kept waiting for Baltimore to like their offense to to really get going. And outside of like the couple big plays to Flowers, they never did. Lamar missed some deep shots. And, man, they looked like they got too far into their own heads, specifically Lamar, because, man, there were so many times that he was dropping back to throw, and you just look, you could see all green grass in front of him. And I think mm -hmm. everyone's sitting there watching, like, dude, just take off, man, just go. Like, take the free 10 yards, like, and then whatever happens, the open field happens. But, no, then he's, like, holding on to the ball, like, waits too long, the pass rush eventually catches up to him, or he airmails a deep ball. I'm just like, man, it looked like they got away from from doing what got them there. They started trying to, you know, trying to do things that Kansas City wasn't trying to take away. They like changed their game plan without Kansas City really having to do anything besides taking the lead. Like Kansas City kind of took the lead early and then it felt like the Ravens were playing catch up from there on out. And I mean, mm -hmm. right to Kansas City, but Lamar, it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, that's how you get on the list of fraud quarterbacks, of quarterbacks that put up really good regular seasons, and mm -hmm. then when it counts in the playoffs, they can't get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Very 
I've seen more comparisons to the Chiefs and Patriots um, this last week than why, I why are we, how did, we always got to look the Patriots in some. Boy, I in my I was gonna I was gonna sh- tell you that that was a very Patriot esque game. I've seen that game a thousand times, and we win it. Keep it close, keep it close, and then you just suffocate them, and then get the ball back. Score. Dean's right though. I mean. Zay Flowers doesn't fumble there, and hey, credit, totally to the, credit to the Chiefs' defense, right? Like he, he, he definitely punched that ball out. That was not just like you know. Oh yeah, is that a little karma? Is that a little karma? I I don't like the penalty on Flowers. I don't. I I think it's, what? I don't like it. I think let let the boys. He play, did like man. four things. Let the boys. Play. Pete, it's Pete, the AFC Pete. Championship game. He spun the ball. Stood Allen Iverson him. Oh, oh. And, and then pushed him down. He spun what, the ball. What is this, oh. NFL Blitz? Yeah. NFL Street, Volume 2. You just know that's they, they flagged for way less than that. What are you talking about? The push is the only thing that may warrant a flag. And he yeah, didn't yeah, shove yeah. him that hard. He, like, pushed his shoulder down, Rick. Like, oh, no, I, it, sorry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like he sure. threw a fist at his shoulder. I, look, no one loves taunting, arguing more than I do. So I'm I'm all for it, but. I think we got John Lynch, Sandy. Let the kids play. That's what? Okay. All right. That's fair. Hey, Super Bowl on the line. It didn't affect the play. Let the kids play. I mean, yeah, usually taunting doesn't affect the play. Have a conversation with Zay Flowers. Have a conversation with the D-back. Yeah, it hey, happens again. Happens again. It's a flag. Don't let it happen again. That's a, that's it what it wasn't like a holding that. away from the ball. Didn't affect the play. Didn't affect the play. That was such like an up and down sequence for Flowers, though, because I think he got a catch to get a first down after the penalty as well. But then the fumble, yeah, like three plays later, and then like, and then when he fumbled, he he went he cut his hand on the bench. He had a very oh bad, very gosh. bad ten minutes. It was a really bad Dude. up and down ten minutes. So what, um, what, do, what do the Ravens need to get over the hump? Let's just is it is it is it healthy running back? I mean, like their star. I think some back? people just never get over the hump. Like I got Cowboys. Gotta, you got to think. Yeah, that's different though. The Ravens are the Cowboys can't get out of the first round, so I, I think the Ravens are closer than the I mean, Cowboys are. Not that much closer. I think it starts with the quarterback. They have best defense in the league. They've got capable running backs and wide receivers between Flowers and Andrews. But it's like if Lamar is not doing what Lamar does, I. Like if he's Isn't missing that, deep balls and refusing to like take off and run or hesitant like he was in that game, they're gonna struggle. Isn't that like every quarterback though? Like if Mahomes can't complete the deep ball, if he can't like I mean, yeah, but that's also just kind of how the NFL yeah. is. Right. Right. So we think it's it's all on Lamar's shoulders. I think what we saw is that they're not like it's gonna be tough. And it's like it is for any team. It's gonna be tough for them to be successful in the playoffs if he's not playing at a high level. And I mean, that goes for any quarterback, but that's part of the expectations of being this top end quarterback is that in those games, you, you play at your, at your absolute best. It it wasn't like Josh Allen, where he put up video game numbers and his teammates let him down. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the Cowboys and Dak. Think about it. Great defense. Good weapons. I think what what frustrates me the most is like, if you're comparing the Cowboys, like the Cowboys feel like they have a, a, like a coaching deficiency, right? They, they make weird calls, weird times. I, I think you look at Harbaugh with the Ravens, and you don't expect that from him, right? You don't think they're going to be out coached ever, even against Andy Reid. You, you think you got you got to yeah. feel like you got the be- best coach on the field. And and I'm sure the Chiefs feel the same way about Andy Reid, but 
it's just that's where I think there's the, the gap between the Cowboys and Ravens. It's it's the person on the sideline. All right. And that's what was scary about this weekend with the Ravens. They looked unprepared. Very on hardball like. Very on hardball like. Yeah. Yeah. And next year he's gonna be playing his brother in the AFC championship game. So mm, maybe. Yeah. Early early take. Who, who knows? Take. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a take. It's a, that's tough, a take. It's, it's a tough road back. You see, look, I mean the Dude, it's so hard. The Bengals a- AFC is insane. Yeah. Like you know, it is it is tough to get back. I still think the Ravens will be one of, if not the best team in the in the conference. But it's just, you know, you're like an injury or two away from struggling mm-hmm. to even come out of that division. So, I mean, I mean we'll, we'll, we'll talk out the Browns. Don't count out the Browns. They're only a game right. behind the Ravens yeah. this year. Yeah. No, I wasn't mean to like kind of you know list only a few teams, but it's like it's we'll talk about it with the Lions. It's like it's tough to get back. You need so many things to break your way. Just to make the conference championship, even if you have a good team, yeah. It's like, yeah, the poor Lions fans, man. Right. To just, Let's to get just, to it. Oh man, so I, could, I feel it in my heart. And Lions, Lions run fourteen nothing. Were they up seventeen nothing? I think it was twenty four seven. Twenty four seven up by seventeen. Up by seventeen, and just had literally everything going for him. Um, until Pete said they were scoring at will in our group chat, um, yeah. which they they did they they stopped abruptly after that. Thanks, but um, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it's it's a absolute. It's I think it's the worst loss I've ever seen. I, I'm I think I'm ready to stamp it. I was ups, I was like upset for a day, and I have zero connection to Detroit. Um, it's a it's a loss where you just talk about hard to get back. I mean that that's. That's that's really really hard to get. You know, it's just who knows when you're up by 17 points on the road. You know, with everything going for you, you you just can't you just can't you second can't second loss you've ever seen. Um, I know it's when you're talking about. Yeah, I talk about this a lot. Like the the not to, I'm not I'm not div- diverting, but the FDU game last year. No, I don't know about I'm, you. Oh, whoa, 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 talking whoa. about the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl. Oh, I thought you were talking about the worst loss I've seen. No. Yeah. Well, that was the worst loss you've seen. Your team Wait, just happened to Rick, be on the winning end of it. Rick, where I, would you rate the Patriots losing a 21-3 lead to the Colts back in 06? What, where does that rank? That, that was bad. That was bad. Like, that like, that was is bad. another bad That game. gets swept under the rug, though, because there was a lot of winning on both sides <laughs> of that. Um, but the, the Lions, this is – they haven't been in the – and this was the winning. This this was it. I, I, how do you how how do you how do you like? I can't put in words. You guys talk. I I, Dude, I feel so bad for Lions fans. I felt so bad for the fans that went to Ford Field to watch the game. Like I'm already like I'm already. I don't I don't really get on board with like having to go through all the pains of like going to the games, sitting in the stands, but Dean, those are real for, fans paying for shit there just to watch the game on TV. But to be up twenty-four to seven, you know that place was going nuts all halftime. Gosh, like, dude. man, we're going to the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, CJ Gardner Johnson, what whatever dude's name is, is fucking waving the crowd in San Francisco. Ugh. And dude, then they couldn't just, stop him. It just came crashing down, and it felt like it happened just over like a couple plays, like the miss fork down, the and then the Gibbs down. fumble, 
And it's like, no, oh, so the IUK. I think it was the IUK. I still thought the Lions were going to win until IUK caught that ball. And I was but like, the oh, fourth down was before the IUK, right? I still thought the Lions were going to yeah. win. Yeah, it was. No. I still thought Dude, the Lions were going to win. If you until go that, back and – That catch, you, man, was like – So insane, Pete. Yeah. If you go back and look, every single thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. Like the fourth down, the, the fumble, the thing off the helmet – the the punt that landed on the one, the guy steps oh like it's just God. every like they didn't hit a nothing and then like the miss it was so, I just have never seen and you guarantee someone's in Ford Field right and one of their buddies pulls out his phone at halftime starts looking at flights that that's that's who that's on and they'll and they'll never forget that guy because you know there's at least a few people in there starting to peek at, at Vegas. Oddly specific, almost like you know someone who's done that same thing. Hmm. Yeah, you just know. You, you can't help it. It's, not, it's like a natural, you know, it's just like, man, you kind of put yourself there. But yeah, you know, I, I might have known someone that's done it. But Dude, I was sitting there and I'm like, damn, in my head, I'm like, the Lions, are, are they really going to go to the Super Bowl? I was like, I was thinking about my take about the Niners from last week, and we're a week-to-week podcast, as it is, but I'm like, the Niners, oh, this is their time, you know, I don't even think this game will be close, and I'm looking at 24-7, I'm like, God, dude, I, I can't buy anything, and then the Niners, just flawless execution from them in the second half, every single one of Detroit's Elite. either mistakes or unfortunate bounces, Niners cashed in on every single one of them. That just for for me, right? Like take out the fourth down decisions by Dan Campbell. We talk about coaching. That was all halftime adjustments by Kyle Shanahan. I'm sorry. Like they came out and played flawless defense, even though he's not a defensive guy, doesn't coach the defense. We talked about that last week, but and their offense played lights out. No mistakes. It was mm-hmm. incredible, incredible halftime adjustments. I don't know how you I mean, they probably came out and said, hey, we got nothing to lose. Let's go play our, you know, play our little hearts out. But they need man, some oh, breaks, though. Like, oh, 100%. You don't Gibbs go, dropping like two pat, like, ooh, there's drops. Brutal drops. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Dan Campbell decisions? Do we think, I have, I have thoughts on it, but I'll let you guys go first. Go ahead, Ray. Um, it's hard. It's hard. Like, they, he had good plays drawn up. Like, I think there was maybe one fourth down where it was like, yeah, that was that wasn't even close. But I, I you know, it's hard because it's like, well, you you that's what got you there. But then the playoffs and I don't know. I mean, it, there was one where you should have like taken the field goal. I think was that the end of the half or or no? So he, he took that it at the end the first, of the half. I think it was first drive. Of the second field half. goal at the end of the half. Yeah, I knew that, which was good. But you you have to make it a three score game. I think that's where, because the last drive, you're down ten. You, it doesn't matter. Like and they scored. Like you would have loved to have a field goal. Yeah. So, I, I was gonna say, I think the issue was that they didn't trust their kicker. I mean, this was a guy who they had cut at the beginning of the year, Michael Badgley. Like, this oh, you dude, think that was it? He he. I mean, he kicked for the Colts. I think last year or the year before, and inside of forty, he was good, but. Over 40, all of a sudden the accuracy just went down the fucking the, the shitter. So that would not have been a guarantee by any means. You roll out the field goal team. So I feel it from that. 
I, I was like, you need to have a kicker that you can count on outs of 50 yards if you're serious about making a postseason run because, you know, you have Butker, who's just been nails in clutch moments for Kansas yeah. City. We saw Bass miss a kick for the Bills last week. You know, the Eagles bet Elliott. It's like you need a kicker that you can count on because you're not just going to be able to skate by going for on fourth down. I don't have any problem with any of their fourth down play calls. Like, that's how you got to where you're at this year. Like, with being hyper aggressive, they had good play calls, but part of that is made the understanding that you can run the perfect play. Guy can be wide open and he just drops yeah. it. I, I watched the Colts drop a fourth down pass. The dude was wide open. Great play call. Season's over. It's like that. That's part of it. But at the same time, you can roll out the field goal team. The guy misses. Hell, kick gets blocked in return for a touchdown, and everyone's questioning why you got away from yeah. like what it's you've done losers. all year. Yeah. So I. I'm totally good with them going it on fourth down both times. I get it situationally, probably take the points. But if he, if they get those, he looks like a genius, right? They've done it all year, stuck to his guns. I If he's my coach, I'm not mad at him. The one thing I am mad about is running on third down at the end of the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, that, that was a foolish dog. play. The fourth downs I can live with, you live and die by how you guys play and how you guys won all year. That was just stupid. If you're gonna run it, run it on fourth down. It's like, it's all it, you get it, and you take zero time off the clock, or you don't get, and the game's over, right? Like, going for going for it uh, or running it on third down made no sense with two timeouts. It was just, yeah. well, the, the, or, or three, three timeouts, yeah, and they took yeah. they took one. It Burning, was like, yeah, it, it made them kicking on side. Yeah, I mean, they because realistically, they stopped the Niners, but. They couldn't get the ball back because they didn't have enough time. Like yeah. they would have had a chance at a hail mary. I mean, not saying it would have anything would have happened, but you never I don't know. know right? I think the Niners would have picked up a first down. Well, no. So it looked like it was going to. Well, they couldn't have because... thrown the ball. They were just running it three times in a row because they're not going like, to give them 40, 30 seconds. So they would. And I mean, no, I know running McCaffrey it. was just no. McCaffrey wasn't in. Remember, like oh he, yeah, he was hurt. Mitchell is Mitchell. Yeah, yeah he like landed true, on his head or whatever. I remember like when it happened, <laughs> I was like. Like yeah. when he got up. I was like, he's like, you know, I need one. Yeah, I was like, this dude just landed literally on his head, and he's like right. getting like kind of stretched out. So it was Mitchell. Yeah. So I was like, he's pretty good still. Yeah, but still, it's like Mitchell. You know, they would have done it end around a Debo or some some Bro. candy ass play. I mean, I mean, but, we, we over we overlooked that with the with the Chiefs game, but everyone on that like just not not to totally divert, but everyone knew the Chiefs were going to go, like, going to throw it on that third third and long. MVS. And then he's, he drops it in. The guys that he's been that he's been defending all year, MVS comes with a big play. Dude, but that's got to feel yeah. so good. But it's just, it's mind-boggling sometimes how bad NFL clock management can be. Like, we saw it with Pete's boy, Todd Bowles, for the Bucks, just letting them run the clock out at the end of the game because so the game was over. And it's like, and then this week with Dan Campbell running it, like, come on, man. Like, this is elementary stuff. You learn this stuff playing Madden. Like, how is someone not in his room? ear being like, we're not running the ball here? What are you talking about? Right. Change the play. Change right. the play. Throw like, the, like, I don't, don't even Johnson's call it. Their, it's their OC who's like, well, then why is Campbell not stepping in and saying, we're not running it here? Like, someone's <laughs> got to say something. No. Or just have I someone. Can't. Have like the clock, like a cl guy who's just dedicated to clock management, being like, "Hey guys, yeah. you know, we need." I to think do they this. they were running the ball though pretty well. I think they thought they'd get it. Yeah, but I'm but like if they're gonna go for it on fourth down anyways. Why not run it on fourth? 
Yeah. Or just or just just don't don't use the timeout. Like that's the that's the thing. Like just yeah, but then yeah, but yeah, then that's like 15, 15 seconds. 20, yeah, 20. Uh, fi- yeah. 15 versus having all three of your timeouts. Like I know there's only like 50, 45 seconds left. But if you don't get it, then you still have to go for it on fourth. It's like another five right. seconds. No, but I mean, my thing is that a timeout's worth 40 seconds in that situation because you know the other team is going to just knee on the ball and just let the entire clock run down. So it's like if, if the play is going to take less than than 20 seconds to get back up and then and run something. I'd still rather do that than take the timeout. I totally agree. I don't. I don't run the no. ball there. But if you're going to, just don't, don't double down on it by then calling the timeout. Yep, I agree. Well, all great this... game, great game great for game. Jam- for. Well, I was also say great game for Jameson Williams. Balled out like that dude. I love Jameson Williams. I, he almost had a nat- He almost had another bomb of a catch uh, there. I Coming think off in an like, ACL too. Yeah, yeah, I mean they I dropped mean, that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I mean, they're going to be very good. They're going to be very good next year. Still, like, let's just be—they are. I mean, they are. Jameer, the the combo of Jameer Gibbs and and Monty, and then I mean, they're receiving core. Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jameson Williams is coming around. Reynolds, Laporta is a stud. Their defense is good. great. They I have mean, the right pieces, people. As long as, as we talked about, you the ball has to bounce your way. I know. As long as they don't get hurt, I I don't. I they're they're winning ten to twelve games next year. I I agree. But the Packers are going to be like, you know, you just never know. I'm not. I, there's going to be competition. I'm just saying yeah. they're set I up hope for, so. for sustained success over the next five years. I would say. I agree. That's why people were jumping on Dan Campbell's comment that he's like, "We're no guarantee to be back here. This might be as far as we get." And everyone's like, "Oh my gosh! Like, why would you say that?" Well, I like that comment way more than the guys that are like, "Oh, like, you know, we'll, we'll be, be right back here again. We only need to tweak a couple things." It's like, no. Like you can have, you can bring back the same squad and hell, you may only win eight or nine games because someone gets hurt or, Mm -hmm. you know, Jordan Love, like the Packers pop off their division or like you're playing now in uh, the top seeds, you're playing the best team in some of these other divisions now. Like there's no guarantee you get back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. Right. I I still feel good if I'm a Lions fan going into next year. You still don't feel good about the loss, but I think. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're going to be competitive, and that's all you can ask for after years and years and years of misery um, for that franchise. So, yeah, I hey, no, no podcast wanted to restore the roar more than us. Hey, we were trying, man. We were trying. I know the feeling, man. Jets made the back to back AFC championship games with Rex Ryan. Yeah, yeah, a similar history of, of losing of a losing franchise as the Lions. And yeah, I mean, since then, we haven't made the playoffs. 13 straight years so it's not mm-hmm. easy to get back yeah yeah well all this leads us to the final game in las vegas i told you all i texted you all um this week that i had to take cooking a take um that is cooking in the oven slow roasting um i took it out of the oven today i think i, I think i'm ready to serve it up it smells it smells pretty good you're not actually i don't think you're gonna like it i don't think you guys are gonna like it I've been saying it all year, though, and this is kind of the icing on the cake, if you will, of this season. It, it It's okay. Every season is not the same of any kind, right? If we really dial it in, no season's the same as the season before, the season before. Like, there's good seasons, there's bad seasons, there's okay seasons. It's, it's okay for us to be like, this wasn't this as much as we love football. Again, no one loves football more than me. 
this this season it was just okay it, it actually wasn't very good um i looked up some t- some statistics on top of my eye test that i'm going off of do you know how many <clears throat> quarterbacks we saw this year total uh, quarterbacks across the league i think it was uh, in the 50s 54 quarterbacks in a league of which the the league needs more consistency now than ever right we have all of our legends and giants move on in terms of quarterback right the most important position we're to transition phase of, of the new blood coming in right we have the the josh Allen's and Mahomes and the burrows and um right we still have rogers barely hanging on by a thread but like this league needs a foundation and that's what le- made the league great um for so long it's just these these legends the breeze the roethlisbergers the mannings the brady's um and so now we're at a time where 54 quarterbacks are rolling out. That's not the jerseys we're wearing, right? That's we're not at the bar going to see Tommy DeVito or Rick. I, I mean, mean, Joe. F- hold on, hold on, I'm, hold on. I'm on a monologue. And so, with all that being said, this this kind of accumulates to the last game. I think this is a bad matchup. I do not think this. I know the teams are good. I know there's legacies at stake. Um, the, the Brock Purdy story. Um, this is not this is not the matchup. If we're really being honest with each other, this is not the matchup America wanted. This is this is not it. We've seen this movie three years ago, four years ago. Um, and so I, I think this kind of caps off my 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 overdue monologue, and I'll, and I'll shut up here in a second. That this, is, this wasn't the best season, and I and I and I think the Super Bowl matchup. Although two great teams, two great coaches, two pretty good quarterbacks, this this isn't this isn't what America wanted to see. Go ahead. That was Rick's dumb take. Everyone cooked this up for over a week. Rick's Rick's latest dumb take. That's so Rick. We have the best quarterback in football going against the best team in football. Like, I'm sorry, it doesn't get any better than that. You know, Dude, if you, want, like, if you wanted the, the feel good stories the of the Lions. We, Hey, hey, Rick, we just listened to your entire monologue. So shut, shut up for a second and let me okay. and Pete talk. Okay. Like, All right, you can cross-examine. Like, you've done this entire thing the whole year about how the NFL is shit and all this whatnot. We've gotten good quarterback matchups throughout the AFC playoffs. We got Mahomes and Allen. We got Mahomes and Lamar. And now we're getting Mahomes against the best team in football with Brock Purdy, who is proving that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the game right now. And then on the other side, we got the good story with, with the Lions. You know, the, the nation was captivated with the Lions. and But the best team in football is, is moving through the playoffs. Like, I get it. You've hated the NFL all year. You just found new things to complain about. But come on, man. Like, this, it doesn't get any better than this. The best quarterback of this, and when I say generation, I mean, like, probably the next, like, 10, 10 12 years against the best team in football, a team that's been one of, if not the best team for the last few years and is waiting to get their first Super Bowl. I think it's a great matchup. I couldn't have asked for a better matchup than this. Pete? Uh, I think your 54 quarterback thing is just foolish and naive and dumb because I would say 85% of those quarterbacks that had to come in were because of an injury. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, 54 quarterbacks. Burrow got hurt. Uh, Daniel Jones got hurt. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. That's yeah, what because yeah, you injuries. can't control injuries. Don't 
Don't sit that, here and say that the NFL sucks. But now I can control it. Injured this year. Why can't that? I can totally say that. No, you can't. And injuries. It's, it's, it's not their fault. I'm not blaming the players. It feels so like you're blaming them. It feels like you're blaming. I'm not blaming anybody. There was zero blame. Rerun the tapes. I'm just saying that due to injuries, that this was this was just an okay season. You didn't say due to injuries. You just said we saw 54 quarters. Well, we all know what with happened. With no they didn't contact. Opt out. What do you think happened to him? You made it sound like they could have all been benched the way you the way you said it. I'm just saying injuries are part of the game. Just because people got injured doesn't mean down year. And the season was just okay. I thought it was a great season. You had great storylines. You had Baker and the Bucks making around the playoffs. You had Detroit coming out of nowhere. Jordan Love taking over for Aaron Rodgers. A great storyline. The Niners being a juggernaut. The Chiefs having a terrible season, making a playoff uh, run. Lamar MVP. I mean, there's so many great storylines. Just because of this quarterback thing doesn't doesn't mean anything. I agree with Dean. This is a fantastic matchup. Okay. I don't know if there's look. I would say the only team I would rather say see play the 49ers in the Super Bowl from the AFC would be the Bills, just because I think they're exciting to watch. Um, and I think they could beat them. But I also think the Chiefs can beat them. And I'm just slightly tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes. But I think this is great. It's gonna be great for football. It's a terrible color matchup. Let's throw that out there. Red on red, don't love it. But I didn't uh, mind the old Super Bowl. I, I did the Chiefs were wearing red. The Niners in white. So I didn't I didn't mind that the color. I'm a big color matchup. Guys, I get it. Look, I know this one. I said you weren't gonna like it. I knew your reaction. This is people said when Brady was going to like five, four out of five Super Bowls, they were so tired of seeing the Patriots. So why can't I say I and I look if you're a Kansas City fan, like you're you're jacked, I get it. But why why is it not okay for me to say I'm tired of seeing the Chiefs when everyone else during my time in my dynasty said they were tired of seeing us. And this isn't out of spider vengeance. Let me be very clear. This isn't sour You're grapes. To say it, Rick. You're allowed to but, say it. We're all, we're all tired of it. But Well, Dean's not. I'm excited to see it still. I'm still I think it's a good matchup. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. Look, I'm excited. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the game, but I'm just saying, like, I think if we're all being on like we would rather see some some other teams. That's my that's my opinion. Well, who who but, would you want to see then, Rick? Later. I would love to see Bill's lines. That would have been that would have been twenty times better. Twenty, there would have been so much more hype around it. Like this, just it just it just feels you know a little repetitive. Yeah. What do you think the twenty years of the Patriots felt like? For That's just- what I know. I'm sure it sucked. So you know, I loved it. That kind of brings me to like, I'm, would I'm you rather? Go, we're going closer together. I like this. Let's keep talking. Would you guys rather see, like? A team like it, and obviously remove your rival or your team bias out of this. Would you rather see a, a dynasty or a team that's like there, like routinely, and see them eventually get knocked off, or would you rather be like different champion, different teams every single year? I, I, I like the different teams a little. I, I'll say this: I think both of these teams would make a great Super Bowl matchup if they were. Rick would be totally bought in if this was. Chiefs Lions, or if it was Niners yeah. Bills or yeah. Niners someone else, right? Like, I think the fact that it's these two teams playing is what Rick's saying. But I think Thank if either of them were in them individually, he'd be totally fine with it. It's the fact that these two teams that have kind of been, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, right? Dynasty, the Niners have kind of been on top. They have all these superstars. Everyone expected them to be here. It's just, there's no. It's kind of like Alabama storylines. They played a few more times. New story. Everyone, 
everyone's just like tired of Alabama Clemson. Like, if one of these teams wins the Super Bowl, doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. Like, oh, they have the parade. I, I can agree there. I can agree there. And and we just move on to the offseason. If the Bills, Lions, um, Jag, you know, I'm saying wild teams, like that, that kind of sticks with you a little bit. I like seeing those. I like seeing dynasties get built up and then getting crushed or like someone pulls the <laughs> upset then in like in a big moment. Like yeah. if the Chiefs were to lose in like the second round, you know, it 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 wouldn't have the same feeling to me as if Mahomes ran it like all the way to the Super Bowl and we're like, oh man, here he comes again. And then and then they get chopped down biggest game in the world. Like for me, it meant a lot like when like the Warriors, they were going through their run and then I mean they, they finally got knocked off, but obviously it was, you know, injuries. Then like the Pats. You know, when they, when they were kind of going through and the Giants beat them, it's like, for me, I like seeing those juggernauts that then get upset. I like having that opportunity. And you don't really get that if it's like a different team every year. Like, think about when the, the Ravens first won, uh, when they won the Super Bowl back when we were in college against against the Niners. Very, very forgettable Super Bowl because neither team... So boring. Neither team made it, made it back. But... I feel like you remember some of these Super Bowls that like the Chiefs and the Patriots were in yeah, because they were there. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Bengals Rams, right? That was two years ago. Yeah. No one really talks about that. I, I get what you're saying. Dean, I will say though, like I think the Niners, we kind of are like we're we're sitting here saying they're a juggernaut, they should be here, but they're not an underdog story. But the, the reality is like they haven't won a Super Bowl in a very long time. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I know they've been to two Super Bowls in the last what 12, 15 years. But I mean, Niners fans are they're starved for a Super Bowl. So I, I think we forget that, right? Because they've been good yeah. for a long time as long, yeah. as far as like making the playoffs and having a few runs here and there. But I think we gotta take a step back and say it is a good storyline, even though the, the Niners were the best team in the NFC all year. They that that franchise hasn't won a Super Bowl in a long time. So I think it can they if they knock them off, it's it's an up. I would. I mean, it won't be an upset on the on the betting lines, but I think it we should do. be viewed as it, right? Like the Niners yeah. have never been able to win this big game in a long time. So, yeah, I think you're right. We do kind of view 49ers as just another juggernaut, but they're not. Like they haven't they haven't won in a long, long time since Candlestick. So, yeah, I, I think this is good conversation. It's kind of like I think when the Eagles beat the Pats. As painful as it's like that, that that was like a huge. Even though we won the next year, but um, that was a huge kind of you know knocking down of Goliath. So I don't mind the Chiefs. I kind of like the Chiefs because I think they bring a lot of personality storylines. Andy Reid, obviously Taylor Swift, um, the Forty Nineers. Man, they just like they're like the Ravens for me. They just they're a little boring. boring. They're they just, Brock Purdy's. They got a ton of stars though. Like it, they're boring. They're so but, good. Like, they're, they're like the I Ravens. Mean, yeah, I mean, I guess. I think their playmakers are far superior to the Ravens. I would take Ayuk over Flowers. I would take Kittle. Uh, Kittle and Andrews are probably even, even though Andrews was hurt. I would take C-Mac over anyone. I would take Debo yeah. over their number two, three, four, five, and yeah. six receiver. Like their their weapons are far superior to the Ravens. Yep. The Ravens are a couple years behind San Francisco. I think eventually their defense will have like the guys that are studs in their defense, Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, uh, Humphrey, uh, Kyle Hamilton, 
they'll be household names here in the like, yeah. next year, if not if not already, on the level of like Fred Fred Warner and uh, Bosa oh, and whatnot. Oh, Hampton's good. Oh yeah. So I He's think a... they're just a little bit behind where the Niners are, but but like you said, yeah, the Niners they've been a really good team for a few years now, and they haven't gotten over the hump. So the Ravens are at risk of being in that same boat with like the the Bills and possibly yep. the Niners of the world. Yep. So I think what's what? gonna be crazy is that there's there's two outcomes to this. Either Mahomes gets his third Super Bowl and the yep. Brady comparison is going to be off the Brady. charts, yep. or Brock Purdy is going to be Super Bowl champion. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like this conversation. I think this was good. It made me let me it made me think. I think I appreciate the matchup more now. What I do we think agree. about Purdy? I would, do we think he's a real deal, or do we think he's a a system guy. I mean, I, I think he's a real deal. I'll just say I, I think he doesn't get enough credit. He's getting all this Kyle Shanahan praise for being in the right system with the right coach and the right weapons and all this, but he's a dude, man. Like that guy, that guy makes smart plays. I know he's had some bad games in there, but when that when it counts, he's making plays. And I I think he's gonna be a household name here for the next 10 years in the NFL. I agree. Uh, r- real deal. You don't come back from 24-7 in the conference championship game with anything other than a stud at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I think he's good. Yeah. I think if he – I mean, think about if he had, like, a personality. Like, he's like a box of rocks. Like, if he had, like, like Baker or something, like, this dude would be, like, Mr. – like, if he really leaned into that, he could – I think that – I think that could come with time. I think – I think he's still kind of rolling with the Mr. Irrelevant – I'm not supposed to be here, vibe, but I, I think you start winning pretty consi- quiet. consistently over years, the confidence starts to come out, right? Like I yep. think he's cautiously confident right now, maybe behind closed doors a little more than on the field. They won a Super Bowl or they make it to back to back Super Bowls. You're gonna see you're gonna see some personality out of that kid. Okay. Write that down, Dean. Done. Um we're gonna do our Super Bowl episode next week. Where we talk heads, tails, red, yellow, spreads, MVPs, all that. So hey, I think this quick, was good. One quick thing. Yep. The Super Bowl color scheme got debunked. It did. Yep. I was a little upset. Barely. barely. Because next year's color scheme had some Jets green in it. I know. Oh. That would have been. See, we would have just gone full blast on the Super Bowl logo. I was a little upset. Uh, I was like, hey, if this keeps I up, man, we got a shot. We got a shot. But the, No one has purple, huh? Hey, the Super Bowl logo is getting a little bit too much publicity this year. Like, we we're waiting for, like, the rug to be pulled out on that one, personally. Because I was, I was, yeah. everyone was talking about that. Like, up oh, Ravens, Niners, it's hard decided. Yeah, so, close. What if, what, if, close. what if the Niners come out with purple uniforms? Oh, Pete, that would be... <laughs> Stay woke. That's some like bizarro color rush type shit. Oh, <laughs> totally man. different the city, the city uniform. <laughs> the city uniform. Oh, oh, what do we think about the, the Super Bowl in Vegas? That's that's pretty wild. I, I, I was they have like the Caesars lounge or something where you kind of like see where the players walk out. You know, I guess a table field side, a table is a million dollars. Yeah, I saw that. No, that's in get, the Super Bowl. Yeah, to get to get uh, it's in the, the Win Club. There's a club. Or the Win Club. Yeah, yeah. I said the Caesars Club. Um, v- Vegas Police. Vegas. Yeah, I watched. Dude, yeah. yeah. But dude, the the back wall of the Win Club. The back wall. It's like hundred thousand dollars. Can't even see the field. Can't see the field. Hundred thousand dollars. Watch it's the like, game. You literally. It's like it's like a cult. It's like puzzle. Like it's in. Pete, I saw it. I was like, 
this is crazy. Yeah, I think prices are gonna be crazy, but yeah, tons of parties. Everyone's gonna be there. So, um, yeah. Next week, Dude. should we go, boys? Should we be boots on the ground? <laughs> can we, can the, we expense a back table, Dean? Yeah, yeah, can we expense that? Yeah. I mean, what's the P and L looking like? We got we got a little wiggle room yeah. for a little Super Bowl trip. That's not my job, but we hired interns to handle the funds. Yeah, they're on it. The finances. Yeah, we need to cut. We need to cut some payroll for this. Yeah, <laughs> let some people go. Yeah. All right. Um, moving right along. College hoops. Four top ten matchups this weekend, boys. Um, I don't know what they are because I just saw them, but um, but. I do know Purdue plays Wisconsin at Wisconsin. Purdue played last night. Somewhat notable or new newsworthy notable news. Um Nick Coll- Nick Collins team. Chris Collins. Chris Collins. Yeah, the Northwestern coach. Yeah. Lost his mind. Pete, did you see this? I did not. Yeah. It was an incredible game. Um I watched the game. I watched some of the game, but I did not great see game. what you're talking about. Um a lot of talk about this game, right? Zach Eady, our boy. It's gonna be back to back. National players of the year. Um, knock don't on wood. Jinx, don't jinx it. I mean, not. I said knock on wood. I if he if he gets hurt next game, it's, it's on you. That's on you. Okay, we're not gonna talk about that anyway. Um, Thirty and sixteen. Purdue shot forty six free throws compared to I think Northwestern's like five. Um, Dean, you're a Northwestern guy. Sometimes you're a Purdue guy. Did you watch last night? Yeah, I watched. Like I got home and it was just after half. Northwestern made a run. I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna watch the rest rest of the game, see where we're at. Northwestern has had such like a goon squad of guys. Just they have some weird looking dudes, but like th- their magic pixie dust ran out. And Pete, since you missed it, the coach literally last play of the game, Northwestern in OT, in OT, then the coach literally beelines it for the ref, like <laughs> like almost runs into Braden Smith, and he's just getting in his face. The refs like. Quick technical, you're out of here. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the Northwestern players just staring at their coach like secondhand embarrassment. Like, there's like, oh, can we just get uh, out of they, here? I think they ride for that guy, dude. Uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm looking at facial expressions. They're just kind of like, oh, great. Yeah. No, no player wants to be having to hold the coach back from going at a ref. But uh, yeah. then like, he, he did like the awkward handshake with Matt Painter, and then he beelines it around the rest of the Purdue bench to get to Edie, and he's walking down the tunnel, pumping up the crowd. <laughs> How awkward like, are his hands, dude? It was just he was like like right. T Rex hands. Like <laughs> that's well, kind of a lame move, dude. Pumping up the crowd means yeah, yeah crowd is crazy. Just loser move, man. Like dude, just, just take move. the L and like you yeah. know that when you play Zach Eady, you're gonna shoot less free throws than the other team. I think it's like the second biggest discrepancy in a game since Northwestern <laughs> shot like 50 free throws against some other scrub team that shot eight. So it's like okay, man. I think you've yeah. been on the other side of these free throw differentials, but no. I mean, do you, do you think was, they're gonna? Do you game. think they're gonna tighten up the whistle on Ed? I mean, he was getting hacked. Like those, are, those legitimate. Those are legitimate fouls. Yeah, I mean, it's like if, if there's there's letting them play, and then there's letting them just like fucking yeah. foul the foul the shit out of them. It's like, yeah. and teams will literally just be like, all right, whatever the refs get, let us get away with we're going to do but yeah i mean that was a fun game but yeah no looking at the slate for this weekend this is a, this is a good weekend to really ramp up towards towards march Pete, number, who do you like number one team in the country yukon i thought you're rutgers no nah, he's yukon 
Always the Huskies. Been UConn, dude. They got a big game against St. John's this weekend. They're rolling, uh, nineteen and two. I think the best game of the weekend is going to be Kansas Houston. I am excited for that game. Um, oh, yeah. Both teams playing well. Yeah. That's, a, that's a three p.m. Central. We got that's games. a mat. That's a matinee. The the slate is on. I mean, you got Duke, it's North Carolina, slate. Tennessee, Kentucky, late game. Yep. Um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. And then you have Purdue, Wisconsin on Sunday. Yes. That's- yeah, it definitely kind of fills the a little bit of a void of football. Yeah, I mean they they knew they knew this week was going to be a, a gap week. Yeah, well they loaded yeah, you up guys, this play. You got to load it up. Yeah, I I just wish two of these teams hadn't lost earlier in the week. UNC got upset. I know. And yeah, Kentucky, then, and then and then ten, uh, Tennessee lost at home. And, and Kentucky. Like, Kentucky, Kentucky lost, lost last last I think last they lost night. last night. Yeah. I'm like, guys, come on. And you're yeah. killing the hype with these. Like, a couple of these teams, they're going to have two losses in one week. And like, that's. Yeah. yeah. Kentucky it's lost to Florida in overtime. Damn. Yeah. Dude, Kentucky yeah. scores so many points. They literally, like, they almost score 90 points in almost every game. It's insane. Yeah. It's like they an NBA, NBA team. They do. I mean, all their yeah. guys, like, are on yeah. NBA draft boards. It's insane. Yeah. Every fucking year, man. Are you guys getting ready for March? Dude, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I feel like February is just gonna be a blur, and then we're gonna be in. It's gonna be tournament time. Like I, I'm ready. I'm it pumped. is a leap year. It's a leap year. I'm pumped. I'm ready. Pete, Pete, who's your is your UConn? Are you riding with UConn this year? I'm riding with UConn, but I'll be I'll running. Be, no, no, I'll, I'll be rooting for the Boilers. <laughs> you say with a dirty smirk on your face. Yeah. Guys, Dean, did you see that? The, yeah, amount, of no. time I, the, the yeah. amount of time I've committed to, to Boiler Nation, I, there's no way that it, it the, runs you've been committed more time to dogging us than you have supporting it us. It runs so. through my blood, man. Their mascot no, is named after me, Purdue Pete. I got Purdue gear literally f- overflowing out of my closet, sweatshirts. It's all mine. Hats. That's not true, dude. I've been to West Lafayette. I bought some gear. Why do you always? Why always? I'm just trying to keep their demise. I'm, I'm trying to keep you guys your heads on straight. I don't want your heads, to get heads too big be- before March, where you get all, all excited like every year, and then you get upset mm-hmm. by a 16 or you lose to North Texas and round. I, I don't want that for you guys. I'm just trying to keep you guys mm-hmm. level. I'm trying Makes to keep sense. you guys level. Thanks, Pete. Pete, I, I appreciate you trying to pre- preach the gospel of level heading, of being level headed to Purdue fans. I've been doing it all year. Does not work. Never works. Like. Uh, a couple of listeners, I was talking to them last night. They're like, I don't know how to feel about this team, but my heart's all in. And I'm like, well, all right, let's just fast forward. Let, let's rewind to last March, how everyone was feeling. And like, does this team feel different? No. Yes. No, it yes. No, 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 it no. does. Oh, Dean. Okay. We don't have enough time. We got to keep it rolling. No, but anyway. no, we don't. I'm just saying the same mistakes are always made. And I make the same mistake that you do of trying to preach to these guys that don't want to be preached to. Good luck, guys. I'm Thanks, rooting teams. for you. Thanks, I'm, Thanks, I'm on Team Purdue for the rest. Thank you. Thank you. Um, wrapping up last week's episode, uh, Dean, Pete, do you hear anything at uh, Chicago? Do we hear anything? It was silence. It was silence. I got a text from Kavoto about about a, a Vegas trip, but there was no accountability from. So that had nothing to do with. So yeah. I think it's just we have to treat it as a situation to monitor over the next couple of months. We'll see if we get any uh, apologies, any work on being better, and then we'll see how we'll see how the results. Hey, 
I think we we give them all the time they need. If they need if they need mm-hmm. time to, to muster up an apology, we give them that time. We're not yep. we're not asking for calls today. Yeah. No, let let them sit on it. Let them think about it. Think about what they've done. Maybe they need to look in the mirror seven more times. They only mm-hmm. done it seven times since last That's episode. Yeah. So maybe it's fourteen. Maybe it's twenty one. There might be a few weeks here before we hear hear from those Chicago fans. Mm-hmm. We're always here for them though. Yeah. That's what's important. Yes. Yeah. We had a we kind of had a cool moment in the chat we were sending you know kind of our favorite memories of chicago um pete even met benny the bull yes um a few pictures outside the jordan statue mm. we love chicago unlimited bean pictures been the bean oh, the, the bleachers are wrigley I, the bleachers, it, it the, feels like home the bleachers are wrigley the beer cubby snake. bear, cubby the, beer bear. the beer snakes Mm. Yeah, Garrett's popcorn. Oh, Garrett's popcorn. <laughs> Deep dish pizza. Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah. Al Capone. Al Capone. Al Capone. Shout, shout out yeah. to Al. Shout, shout out. We love Chicago. Yeah, the Sears Tower. The Sears Tower. Mm-hmm. Mm. The White Sox on the south side. Mm-hmm. One of the mm-hmm. best ballparks in the country. Electric. Mm-hmm. Michigan Ave. Michigan Ave. Yeah. Well, Pete, Dean, Soldier, Soldier Field. Soldier Field. Don't forget about Soldier Field. What, what do we say? The ball's in their court? Yeah, the ball's in their court. No pun intended. Okay. All right. Well, uh, do we have picks this week or do we, are we skipping picks? I think we skip them. Let me just ring off the records so I can uh, clear my, my notes. for. Well, that'll give for us time to get in the lab for a very important. Um, yes. So uh, I want next week. I went three and one last week. Uh, my record moved to 36, 26, and two. Me and Rick were talking about this. If people were betting a million dollars on every one of my picks, they'd be mm-hmm. $10 million right now on the year. Would they ever give you a tip? No, nope, just to the house, man. The tip goes to the house. Tip goes to the house. Tip goes to the Super Bowl fund. Uh, Rick went one and three last week. Well, I had a pick that was close. Uh, 34, 36, and two. If everyone was betting a million dollars on Rick's picks, they'd be down two million. <laughs> and Dean went two and one, uh, which brings his record to 34, 35, and one, slightly ahead of Rick. Um, uh-huh. If they were betting a million dollars with Dean's pick, they'd be down a million. So hmm. um, you'd be rich with me, be poor with the others. You'd little... be past getting broke with me and Rick. Yeah. 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 You'd, be, you'd be owing Al Capone some money. But uh, but yeah, so we're uh, we're in good shape. We're clearing the slate for Super Bowl. Get ready to pick your Gatorade colors. Get ready yep. to pick your your coin toss. Get ready to pick the national anthem length. I want it all next week, boys. Uh, what about Taylor Swift proposal? No, no, you, no. That's no. your pick. They're not getting proposed. I'm not picking that. Well, you don't like Taylor Swift? I, I think she's fine. I'm not gonna pick if she's gonna get proposed to on Super Bowl. <laughs> I think she's fine. I think she's okay. Yeah, she's cool. I mean, I like that first album that you dropped when we were in high school. That was good. (laughs) Sparks Fly? Fearless? No, the one earlier than that, Rick. Like Bleachers? Earlier than that, Rick. Like the Uh, high school EP. (laughs) (laughs) Any shout outs? Shout out Taylor Swift. She's from Hendersonville, Tennessee, right down the road from us here. I don't think she's from there. I don't check that. She's from Pennsylvania. She's from Pennsylvania. She grew up in Hendersonville, went to high school here. 
Mm. So you do like to, to can. He knows a lot about her, huh? Yeah, no. She gives back. She gives Swifty. back. To my, she gives back to my community. She's all over this town. So, did you go to the concert? I couldn't afford it. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna get the, keep those ads running. Um, who are we shouting out? Let's shout out. Let's um, Byzantis, loyal listeners. I want to shout out Lenny. Lenny's gone oh. through a lot. Shout out. Look, Lenny. I'm not. I'm not shout here to Lenny. dance on anyone's graves. Lenny's a true, true sports guy, true sports fan. Um, I'll be doing. I I know the feeling, dude. Shout out to all the Niners and Chiefs fans out there. Congratulations. No, I don't want to shout out. Shout out to the Lions fans for enduring that loss. Yeah. Honestly, this is what I was thinking about. I think Chicago fans want to be Detroit fans. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't think so either. Okay. Too much class. I'll say Detroit. this. Hey, Detroit fans wouldn't boo Jerry mm-hmm. Krause's wife. That's a good point. Yep. That's what I'm saying. They want to be classy. Instead, they're trashy. <laughs> Shout out to all of our listeners. Shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to all the listeners. All right. Well, that is it for today's episode. Your boys are back next week with a special Super Bowl edition where we'll have some nuclear whale plays and can't lose parlays um but that is it for us today we hope you have a great rest of your day have a great weekend we all are the big rigs you are big rig nation peace